Before we receive our offering, our gift to Jesus for the world, I just want to say a few words about the gospel. Open your Bibles to the book of Isaiah chapter 61. Isaiah chapter 61. Turn, open a Bible. There's a Bible in the pew rack in front of you or perhaps a Bible there in your lap. Isaiah 61 verse 1. The word gospel means good news. Yeah, the word gospel means good news. Good news. Isaiah chapter 61 in the Old Testament has a wonderful way of capturing the the goodness of the news, the message that we bring. Isaiah chapter 61. Pay attention uh, to the good news, to the good news that that is ours to share. And pay attention uh, for the the scope, that those for whom the good news is intended. uh, These are the ones to whom we preach. Isaiah chapter 61 verse 1. The spirit of the sovereign Lord is upon me, for the Lord has anointed me to bring good news, good news to the poor. He has sent me to comfort the brokenhearted and to proclaim that captives will be released and prisoners will be freed. He has sent me to tell those who mourn that the time of the Lord's favor has come and with it the day of God's anger against their enemies." To all who mourn in Israel, he will give a crown of beauty for ashes, a joyous blessing instead of mourning, festive praise instead of despair. In their righteousness, they will be like great oaks that the Lord has planted for his own glory. They will rebuild the ancient ruins, repairing cities destroyed long ago. They will revive them, though they've been deserted for many generations. Foreigners will be your servants. They will feed your flocks and plow your fields and tend your vineyards. You will be called priests of the Lord, ministers of our God. You will feed on the treasures of the nations and boast in their riches. Instead of shame and dishonor, you will enjoy a double share of honor. You will possess a double portion of prosperity in your land and everlasting joy will be yours. For I, the Lord, love justice. I hate robbery and wrongdoing. I will faithfully reward my people for their suffering and make an everlasting covenant with them. Their descendants will be recognized and honored among the nations. Everyone will realize that they are a people the Lord has blessed. I am overwhelmed with joy in the Lord my God, for he has dressed me with the clothing of salvation and draped me in a robe of righteousness. I'm like a bridegroom in his wedding suit or a bride with her jewels. The sovereign Lord will show his justice to the nations of the world. Everyone will praise him. His righteousness will be like a garden in early spring with plants springing up everywhere. Take your seats for a moment. The gospel is good news. It is such good news. And when we are ourselves captured by the greatness and goodness of this message, we will find a way, find a way to share it with the nations. I have with me this morning a, a quilt. It's, it's, a, it's just a quilt, uh, but it's an important quilt to me. Uh, this is the quilt that the senior ladies of Woodburn Baptist Church made by hand for Casey and me uh, when we got married. It's, it's, it's an antique now. It's a 23, 24-year-old quilt. When I see it, I, I think especially of Opal Sparks. Most of the ladies who sewed on this quilt, uh, I've preached their funerals by now. God rest their souls. But, but Opal is one I, I will always remember. Uh, Opal probably had more to do with this quilt than anybody else. I, I think she actually did most of the top. And then Opal uh, got the other ladies to gather in the fellowship hall at church and quilt it. 
It takes a long time. You guys know it takes a long, you may not know, it takes a long time to, to, to do a quilt by hand. They set a, a gigantic quilting rack up in the fellowship hall of the old building, and they worked on it for, for months. Uh, my office, of course, was right there, back there, right beside where they were quilting. But it was supposed to be a surprise, supposed to be a secret. And honestly, they, they did quilt, so I didn't think that much about it until Opal started, Miss Sparks started coming back to my office. In the middle of all the ladies quilting, she would sneak back and she would say, one of these days you might get a quilt. <laughs> and then she would go back and so it was so funny. She didn't just do that once. I'm telling you, she got to where she would do that about once every hour. She would just kind of come back and go, one of these days, you might get a quilt. And then she would go back and she would sew. Or she'd come back and say, one of these days you might get a quilt. And it's going to look a lot like that one. <laughs> she said that one day. And then she would just go back and sew. And so the thing about Opal is she was a marvelous quilter, but she was getting older. And her stitches were getting wider and a little crooked. And so it got to where when Opal would come back to my office and tell me she's going to get a quilt, her daughter Louise would start taking Opal's stitches out real fast and trying to requilt them. But, but it was the sweetest thing. Opal just kept coming back and saying, you're going to get a quilt. One of these days you're going to get a quilt. At the wedding shower when we got the quilt, you know what Miss Park said? You're surprised, ain't you? <laughs> you're surprised, ain't you? Oh, well. The beautiful thing about her soul was that when she had good news, she would just burst to tell it. Did you understand? Just busting to tell something so, so good. This is the kind of quality that the people of God must have. This is the kind of quality that our church must have. We have good news. We have good news. Now, honestly, there are churches full of people who don't seem to recognize the goodness of the gospel, and, and I'm afraid to say that those must be people who, even though they're in church, they've never experienced it. Because you, if you have experienced the forgiveness of your sins, if you have experienced the, the transformation of, of your whole being, if you have experienced the indwelling of the Holy Spirit, if you have experienced the daily intimacy of walking with Christ, if you have experienced the good news that the Scripture talks about, then I'm telling you, you're going to be bursting to share that. How could you keep that to yourself? How could you possibly not want to share it? Good news is good, and it is good to share. And if you know the goodness of the gospel, you're going to find a way to share it with the nations. And, and this is what the gift of Jesus for the world is about. It is not about money. It's about the gospel. And it's about our obligation as a church and our obligation as individuals to find a way to share it. We can't all go as Frank and Carol go, creative and wonderful as they are. We can't all do what they do. We can't all do what John Trout does, although some of us are going to try. Praise God, some of us will try, but we can't all do that. We can't all do what Kelly and Trisha Lawrence are doing, what Kelly and Trisha Lawrence have done. But if you know the goodness of the gospel, you're going to find a way to share it. The scripture says, how can they hear unless someone preached to them? And how can someone preach unless someone sends them? 
It's our responsibility to send those to go and share the gospel. And that's what the gift of Jesus for the world is about. It's money that sends missionaries. Every single dime that we give to this offering, it goes to missions. The money we're going to give this morning is going to support international missions. International missionaries like John Trout and others all around the world. Missionaries doing things in North America. Missionaries doing things here in the United States. Missionaries doing things in the very state of Kentucky. State missions and local missions. This giant offering we collect today is is our missions offering for the entire year. Did you understand that the gospel is simply so good? We should be bursting to share it in all the ways that we can. And honestly, we have a responsibility to share it with the nation. It's global good news. So I want to give you an opportunity to give. We come forward for this offering. If that makes you uncomfortable, you don't have to come forward. Wait till the end of the service. We'll turn out the lights and you can crawl under the pews and put it in if you don't want anybody to see you. That's fine. It's not a show. It's not a show. It's it's worship. It's an opportunity to, to give to God and to participate in the Great Commission. If you don't want to come forward, don't come forward. If you didn't come prepared to give today, you can give next week. You can give any time of the year, but this is the time that we've set aside, and this is the moment when we'll collect the offering now. I want to say a prayer. I remind you that this is still worship and still the time of response. If you have any other thing on your heart, any other matter that you want to make peace with God, uh, anything you want to settle with God before you leave this place, the altar is open. I'm at the front to receive you, but it is also the time for the gift of Jesus for the world offering. Let's pray, then we'll receive it. God, we thank you for loving the world so much that you sent your son to die for us. We thank you, Lord, for loving us so much that you sent your son to die for us. Lord Jesus, I thank you for loving me so much that you sent your son to die for me. I thank you, Lord, for that good news that is global, but also so very, very personal, so very individualistic, Lord. It comes down to us as individuals. It comes down to sharing the good news person to person so that everyone can hear the message and so be saved. Lord Jesus, this gospel is such good news. I pray, Lord, that our hearts will burst to share it. I pray, Lord, that though not all of us have the the means to give or not all of us have the freedom to go, Lord, I pray that somehow the love and passion that we have for the gospel will lead us to find a way to share it with the nations. Lord, let us not think about what we can't do. Let us think about what we can do. Let us not focus on what we can't give. Let us simply, Lord, give what we can give. And by our gifts and by our going, Lord, Let us be a part of sharing the gospel with the nations. We pray these things in Jesus' name, but for the sake of the world. Amen.